Welcome back to the Jake's Take Sports Podcast. In this episode, I sat down with my media buddy, Zach Holden from the Besires Telegraph Forum, Nick Michaels of VSBN Radio, and Travis Berardi of the OH Report. Uh, we take a look back at week six, and then we switch all of our focus over to the playoffs. Uh, already the playoff season has started, so uh, high school football is well underway. we got some great games ahead and hopefully some long uh, playoff runs. So uh, check this uh, podcast out, and I hope you guys enjoy. We are officially into playoff season. Playoffs? It's, it's, it's so 2020 that week, what is it, week seven, we're in playoffs already. Yeah. So, uh, it's just kind of, I mean, what we're what we're dealing with right now. So uh, some pretty big matchups this week. But we'll go over some scores here um, from week six, get the get a little bit of reaction. Then, then we'll switch everything over to the playoffs. Um, Mansfield Sr. picked up a win over Mount Vernon, 17-7. Galleon kind of shocked Lucas, 24-13. Clear Fork beat Marion Harding 54-14 to in a blowout. Uh, Ontario picked up a win over Pleasant 48-13. Uh, Shelby beat River Valley 45-21. Lexington gets their first win over Madison 28-7. West Holmes took it to Ashland 35-14. Worcester stayed undefeated with a 12-7 win over Louisville. Crestview ran all over Plymouth 33-12. St. Paul with a with a big win over Monroeville, 28-7. That makes that Finals Conference race pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Mapleton put up 65 on New London, 65-26. Mapleton, wow. Western Reserve beat South Central 30 to nothing. Mohawk picked up a win over Buckeye Central, 42 to eight. Colonel Crawford hung 70 on Bucyrus with a goose egg. Uh, Ridgemont beat Ridgedale, 44 to eight. Seneca East beat Upper Sandusky, 41-7. Carey took care of Winford, which was a shocker. 31-23. Cardington, Cardington beat Mount Gilead 28-6. Centerburg beat Fredericktown 48-9. East Knox 7, Danville 6. Uh, Highland 30, Northmore 6. Elgin beat Crestline 55-41. Bellevue picked up a Clyde over picked up a win over Clyde uh, 16-7. Perkins beat Sandusky 38-24. Uh, Tiffin Columbia 48, Norwalk 20. Willard uh, Vermillion beat Willard 50-24. Oak Harbor beat Portland 14-7. Huron beat Edison 40-14. Northwestern took care of Hillsdale 22-15. Um, we'll, let's get, a, get to some reactions from week six. And what, was, what was kind of the biggest uh, biggest shocker you guys had? Uh, I think just the way that Galleon was able to rebound. I mean, they got everybody back. But then to, you know, really strike right off the bat against Lucas. They got a, what, a big touchdown from Frank House to Donaldson. 71 yards right to start. Uh, you know, Lucas answered, as they always do. Right. Long drive, scores. But then, you know, Gallion pretty much held their own the rest of the way to pull off the victory. So that was – I mean, Gallion, that was the team that everybody thought they would be the whole year. Yeah. But for them to just do that against a really good Lucas squad, that, that was the surprise for me. I agree. I mean, I didn't, I didn't really expect Gallion to win that. But, I mean, when you get – three players back off of suspension and it kind of helps too so i think the biggest thing about that too is like looking at the stats lucas only had like 158 rushing yards which i say only but for lucas that's a bad game for them right Right. Mm -hmm. and galleon's defense to hold them to that like that says a lot about that galleon defense that was kind of the question mark coming in i mean they had a great linebacking core and great uh dbs the line was iffy and to hold lucas to 158 
the week before playoffs start, those kids have got to be like on cloud nine right now. Right, that should do. That should serve them well going into the playoffs here. Uh, Nick, the Tigers picked up a win, man. That was that was sounded pretty good, and I saw mm-hmm. Avion's big play. So I think that was a, that's a pretty big momentum win for them. Yeah, I called him Flash on the broadcast <laughs> because this kid is unbelievable in the open field. Man, he just outran three Mount Vernon defenders. Talked to Coach Bradley. His 40-yard dash time, 4.5. We were talking about that off the air. That's borderline NFL combine numbers right there. There's a reason why that young man's going to the University of Pitt. Uh, congratulations, by the way, to Avion on that. But, yeah, you know you know what really surprised me? A 9-minute, 19-play drive to open the game for Mount Vernon. Wow. They drive down the field, 19 plays, score 7 nothing. And that's just unbelievable, 78 yards, okay? Right. Total yards for the game. 94 yards the rest of the game. Total. That's total. That's a, so that's a big the defense. Tiger defense, they made some adjustments, and Coach Adams said that the kids were really uh, really fired up, and uh, they had so many playmakers. Ricky Mills had a big game for uh, Coach Adams, who's filling in for Coach Bradley uh, for the next week. And then, uh, you know, they just had – it was a great defensive effort. Offensively, the Tigers played smart. They only have one turnover. And that has been an issue this year for yeah. the Tigers, turning the ball over. Brock Hill had a solid game. He connected with Avion. That was important. Sean Putt, uh, shout out to him, his first career field goal. Yeah. He was really excited. We made him the on uh, VSBN our uh, play of the game. He was super, super excited. His parents were really excited too. So, you know, it makes a kid feel special when you can make their day like that. But uh, other than that, Jake, I do want to say uh, congrats to the Tigers. They're 2-4, and four, and they're getting that momentum for the playoffs. But a game that really shocked me, was Ashland and West Holmes. Yeah. It was fourteen to nothing Ashland. Ethan Hartley, their stud, yep. goes down. West Holmes thirty five unanswered points. As soon as Hartley goes down, it's like the breath just kind of went out of the building for Ashland. They mm-hmm. just they just lost that team just kind of lost all their steam. And credit West Holmes, man, Zach Gardner and the, the Knights, they took care of business. Noah Clark had a big game in the second half. So Yeah, I, I kind of I kind of picked that Upset a little bit. I don't know if you can really call it an upset, just because West Holmes is a very, very good team. But um, I, I mean, it just it, and it kind of takes the air out of the OCC race too. Mm-hmm. I know they're 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 scheduled to play, but Worcester and Ashland were neck and neck there for the OCC title. So now Ashland has to beat Worcester to just even earn a share. And, and West they, Holmes, if that happens, West Holmes will be a three-way tie. So it'll be a three-way tie because they lost to New Philly, who is not in the conference right, yet. So right. West Holmes still pretty good football team. Yeah. I think another one that kind of stood out was the Kerry Winford game, and yeah. I know Travis was there. Not so much that Kerry won. I think we kind of talked about it. It was a toss-up game. They're both right. really good teams, but the way that Kerry won, Kerry won. They like took the lead early and never really looked back. Like Winford's not a team that usually has to play catch up to teams in the N10. Right. And I mean, Travis could yeah. talk more on it, but I was shocked following that game. Well, yeah, that was uh, you know, Carey pretty much punched Winford in the face to start. It was ten nothing. Winford comes down, gets a field goal, and Carey immediately scores again. Then Winford answers, misses the extra point though. It goes into the half, seventeen sixteen. Carey comes out with the ball, start the second half. They go down and score immediately in the. Pretty much the game changer. Winford fumbles the kickoff. Carey picks it up on a 30. They score again. Winford with another long drive turns it over on downs inside the 20, and then they later score. So Carey, you know, bend but not break defense a couple times. The big turnover, that's the difference between, I mean, two pretty much evenly matched teams, but it's just, you know, the defense and that, that turnover it made the difference. So I I really look forward to seeing both those teams in the playoffs. And I know Carey might have a, a – 
pretty good matchup in the second week of the playoffs, but we'll talk about yeah, that I, later. I, I mean, I was going to say, Kerry is one of those teams I I would not want to run into in the playoffs. Yeah, no, I was a they're, head coach. they're a good team. Yeah, I mean, I, they just... They've they, got an they offense just, that doesn't make mistakes. Right. And I was talking with Andrew Wilson of the Daily Chief yesterday at golf, and he said uh, Derek Lonsway, the quarterback, has just flourished this season. He Coming has. in week one, it was either him or Hayden Nash, and both of them looked... I mean, I'll just put it this way. Both of them look bad against Crawford. Yeah. And the coach apparently didn't really know who to go with, so he just sided with Lonsway, and just Lonsway's really grown so much in this short season. I mean, it's only been five weeks since then. Right. And to lead them to a win over Winford, that's huge for that carry team. And as Travis could probably attest, that defense is no joke. I yeah. mean, they held Tristan Cross and Crawford to, like, 70 yards. That's the <laughs> only – he's averaging 130 yards per game, yeah. and they held him to 70. And Kerry has a pretty good uh, running back in Cade Crawford as well. Yeah. He did get hurt, didn't play the, the last, I think, five, six minutes, but that kid, he's a big running back, and he can just bowl you over, and he has speed because he broke, a, I think it was a 20-yard touchdown where a hole opened up in the middle, and he just took off. And for a big kid like that, that's pretty darn impressive. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kerry, Kerry's a very good squad, and Winford as well. I mean, that was a really good game. <laughs> Well, oh, I'm sorry, Jake. I was just going to say, look at week one. Then that that is uh, that win for Crawford is even uh, more important now. Yeah. I feel like right. beating Kerry in week one. What was the score for that game? Uh, it wasn't was like as no, it was, no, it was, close. It was less than a touchdown. I think okay. it was like fifteen yeah. seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was a close game. So yeah, that's that's huge. And Kerry seems to be one of those teams that rises to the challenge too. I mean, yeah. there's, there's teams out there that you know beat up on the on their the teams they're supposed to, and then. They may lose a game that they're not supposed to lose, but then they come into these games where, like, okay, this is a big one, guys, and they usually rise up to I the I mean, Kerry snuck into the playoffs last year. I think they got in as the eight seed, and, and they, they played run. until, I think, week three or four of the playoffs. Yeah. They just had that little Yeah, they lost spurt. the East Knox, I think, yeah. Was, uh, yeah. in the regional semifinal. Right. I've heard about Kerry. They do this every year. They come out of the gate slow, and then they really get cooking towards mm-hmm. mid, mid right. to late season. So. The, the big surprise for me, um, John Spencer actually texted me, um, on a on a Saturday night, uh, he's he's a you know he burns the midnight oil. But he texted me, um, and he said Richland County Schools, so Shelby, Ontario, and Clear Fork outscored Marion County counterparts, 147 to 48. So we had Clear Fork with a what a 40 point win. Ontario blows out Pleasant. And Shelby runs away from River Valley. I mean that is, and it and you know. The MO, MOAC was always dominated by Marion County schools. Yeah. And, and it's you know, just, even, it's even a shock to a... see how down those uh, Harding and Pleasant are. Right. I mean, River Valley's still a good team, but they just ran into a buzzsaw of Shelby. Yeah. But just the other, the two other Marion County teams, it's a shocker. That yeah. is a shock. And I and I mean that's that's huge for Richland County teams right there. But mm-hmm. Clear Fork's on a roll right now. They they've won their last two. Ontario Ethan Snyder had over three hundred total yards. Uh, and four touchdowns uh, against a, a very good Pleasant team. So much for taking it easy before the start of the playoffs, right? <laughs> right. right. I mean, and that—that's they had three starters out too. That's one team that I—I I mean, Ontario. I—I I do not want to play no. in the playoffs too. Yeah, I mean, they they're, get they're the right matchup. Yeah. That team can move and, the ball. And look at the Shelby game. They're the only team to really go toe to toe with Shelby for right. an entire game. Right. I'm just saying. But that—I mean, the region's loaded. But I mean, Ontario is a number nine seed. That's. That just makes it even more loaded. Feel so bad for um, Vermillion this week. <laughs> and then we were, you know, we were talking about the OCC in a three-way tie. The Finals Conference is right in a three-way tie yep. right now too. Um, um, Monroeville uh, lost to St. Paul last week, and then 
uh, Crestview just took care of business against Plymouth. And I was at that Crestview and Plymouth game, and you know, the past two weeks, Crestview has seven touchdown passes. They didn't even have a touchdown pass against Plymouth. They ran it in four times and had a pick six. So, um, Crestview is just one of those teams that, like Shelby, they're they're just so complete. Yep. They have a very good defense. They have, a, a, you know, multiple ways they can they can score against you on offense. And it's a very very impressive team over there. Boy, would they like to have that St. Paul game back where they got throttled. Yeah, and I you know I talked to Steve Haverdale about. It. He's like, you know what? If if we go into that game and St. Paul is wearing Mapleton jerseys. I think we can win that game. I think we come out and win. It's but it's just thing, that yeah. whole mental aspect. I mean, you get off the bus and you're, you're down 14 nothing already yeah. just because you're like, man, we, we can never beat these guys. But, yeah, I, w- I would like to see that game again. But, unfortunately, we won't. Hey, real quick before we move on, can I give a shout-out to the Lexington Minutemen? Yeah, man, they picked up seven. their first win. Yeah, man. That's I, huge. I was surprised. I picked Madison, and I thought if Lexington was going to win, it would be close. But, no, Lexington, they played pissed off all night. They played very well. They didn't turn the ball over. So, congrats to uh, Coach Scheid and the Minutemen. They yeah. got the lights out everything. <laughs> yes, the lights, lights went out. out that um, but, yeah, that I mean, that's a big win. That's a big kind of, I don't know, a builder upon going on next season. You never yeah, want to go – you know, right, they're so young, year, so. and their defense is very underrated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but you held Mount Vernon to fourteen points. I think um, West Holmes was only fourteen, right? Well, they I held Mansfield they... Senior to fourteen points at the half, and then right. they just got worn down in the second half. Right. So that's that's going to be a bright future over there in Lexington. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, let's transition over to the playoffs. We have so many games this weekend, um, but we have a lot of teams with buys. So we'll get into all that too, but. Uh, the playoff schedules, uh, just kind of running it down real quick. Lexington will be at Rocky River, Madison at West Holmes, Sylvania Southview at Mansfield Senior, Rocky River Lutheran West at Galleon, Vermilion at Ontario, Clear Fork's going to be at Edison, Shelby has a bye, they'll play Rossford or Worcester Triway, Evergreen at Crestview, Lisbon David Anderson at Plymouth, Lucas with a bye, but they'll play either Mapleton or Cuyahoga Heights. Ashland also has a bye, and they'll play the winner of that Mansfield Senior Southview game. Um, Canal Winchester at, at Mount Vernon. Worcester will have a bye, but they'll play Whitehall Yearling or Delaware, Olentangy, Berlin. Hmm. Um, Mapleton and Cuyahoga Heights, as we mentioned earlier, they'll play the winner of Lucas, or they'll play Lucas, whoever wins that. Um, Monroeville will have Independence, New London, and Liberty Center. Uh, South Central at Fairport Harding. Southern at St. Paul, Margareta at Western Reserve, Buckeye Central at Wellsville, Mount Pillar at Cary, Colonel Crawford with a bye, they'll play Cynic East or Delta, um, Ridgedale at Mohawk, Upper Sandusky at Firelands, Winford with a bye, Indian, they'll play Indian Lake or Willard, Marion Harding at Kilbourne, uh, Worthington Kilbourne, Pleasant at Benjamin Logan, Maumee at River Valley, Danville with a bye, they'll play Fisher Catholic or Cardington, um, Highland at Riverview, Fredericktown at Elgin, uh, Mount Gilead at Buckeye Trail, Centerburg with a bye, they'll play either Northmore or Loudonville, that should be a pretty good game. Uh, East Knox with a bye, they'll play Toronto or New Philly, Tuscarora Central Catholic. The uh, NPTCC. We'll just say Tusky Catholic Tusky back in the Ohio Valley. And then uh, Crestline, well, that's not a playoff game, but Crestline at Bucyrus. We'll, we'll talk about that one, but Let's talk about a matchup that kind of stands out to you. Who's Who do you think uh, – what, what's a big one this week? Real quick, I, I forgot to say in the last segment, congrats to Worcester. Down 7 nothing at uh, Louisville last week. They win 12-7. That was a big win for the Generals, too, yeah. non-conference. Sorry. Go ahead. 
Big, first? Big, play, yes. yeah, big playoff matchup. Uh, who who, well, let me who do you like? We're, I mean, what, what are we uh, going to look for here? I mean, this is a this will be a big game for Mansfield Senior. I think so. I mean, if they can get if they can get by <laughs> Southview at home, uh, COVID testing and all that stuff aside, they get the rematch with Ashland yeah. that they won after mm-hmm. you know. That, that game was close. Yes. I mean, they had the ball inside the 20 a couple times, I think, on Ashland and couldn't score. Twice in the fourth quarter. Twice in the fourth quarter, and they lost, what, 14 nothing. Uh, 13-6. 13-6. So, I mean, they want that game back badly, and that could get them to, you know, they beat Ashland there in a regional quarterfinal, and we're thinking, wow, this is this is crazy <laughs> after the start Mansfield's right. going to have. But that's a big one. And then another game that Andy Jardy and I will be calling on Saturday uh, Northmore Loudonville. That should be I, a I good like that game. Matchup. I think I, I really like that matchup. The too. Redbirds. Yes. Going back to your Mansfield senior, I mean this this is a huge opportunity for the Tigers because this would be the first time, if if my memory is correct, that they would win playoff games in back to back seasons. They've never done that. So no. um, that that alone can get you a ton of momentum and then they get Ashland in the second round. Uh, I just hope they're not looking looking too far ahead in that one. They're they're probably looking at Ashland and being like you know, we can beat. We almost beat that team in the regular season. We probably should have. We can beat them now, but hopefully they don't overlook Southview. Well, and you know, Southview, I did kind of do a little research on them. They lost in the Battle of Slovenia last week, fourteen to five to to Northview. Uh, they really struggle scoring this Southview team. That's great for Mansfield Senior for their defense. Um, the other thing in this game too, they have one win, Southview, and it's against zero and five Mommy. Right. So or zero and six, excuse me now, uh, Mommy. So that that's got to be confident. But you also don't want to take, you know, like like you guys were saying, you don't want to look ahead to Ashland. You never want to do that. Right. And I don't think they will. I think uh, Coach Bradley and Coach Adams will have the guys ready to go. Um, they're excited. It's 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 at home. It's Arlen Field. Playoff game. You know the atmosphere is going to be cool. Uh, Jake, though the game I'm actually looking forward to in general this week, I feel bad for Edison because they're going to host a Clear Fork team yeah. that is pissed off, playing with a vengeance. Brady Tedro is playing out of his mind right now, yeah. coming off that injury. I would be very surprised if Clear Fork doesn't come out of Edison without the win. I really think they're going to win this game. I think Clear Fork's clicking, and that's a team it could be very dangerous in the playoffs. You got the sophomore quarterback Victor Skoog, who has the best name of, in Richland County football <laughs> right. of anybody. But uh, he he comes out sporting Brendan South's number twenty jersey and uh, threw the ball very well. Completed four passes. I think he had like one hundred and forty six yards and two touchdowns last week. So, and, and you know, I read the game story um, from from the Marion Harding game, and and Dave Carroll was like, you know, what? we didn't have these seven on sevens. We didn't have these preseason things that we really needed because this team is so young. That you know, our, our you know, if it was Brendan South, if we had Brendan South another year, you know, I wouldn't have been worried because he would come out and throw for two thousand yards. But well, and Clear Fork's um, kind of built like Kerry too, in the sense they get better as the season goes yeah. on as well. Yeah. So that's a tough draw for Edison. I feel bad for them. I'm not saying that it's going to be a blowout, but it's going to be a tough game for Edison. I think. Victor Scoob, man, he's my favorite player right now. <laughs> Zach, I mean, there's. Not not a whole lot going on this weekend over in your area because yeah. your top two teams get a bye. Yeah, but, I've um, only got two playoff games, um, and I'm going to be keeping an eye on both of them, obviously. Right. But that Galleon one is the one that I'm going to look at the most. Um, Lutheran West is, uh, I think it's a two and four on the season. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, this is a big game for Galleon. They, yeah. they had a good chance last year to beat Ottawa Glandorf. They had a couple injuries that really 
kind of set the tone and it led to a loss, obviously. But the way Galleon just beat Lucas, um, they're going to want to make a statement with this Lutheran West team and be like, look, we are legit this year. We can win a playoff game. Unfortunately, the winner of that it's goes Bellevue. to Bellevue. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's not, this would that's be a, not big, a favorable draw. Yeah, <laughs> this would be a big win to get, um, just confidence-wise, because I know these kids still want to play Pleasant. Um, I think that's one of the games that's scheduled for like week eight or nine, right. maybe ten. Um, so that's the one I'm looking at, and then obviously Buckeye Central going all the way to Wellsville. <laughs> Where in the world is that? That's back, like it's back in the Ohio. That's back, back by home, West Virginia. Yeah, yeah literally the home. border of West Virginia. And then if you go like an extra ten minutes, you're in Pennsylvania. Wow. It's like right there. It could yep. not be any further. The teams like I think I was talking to Phil Two Lloyd. And he and said they are the furthest mm-hmm. possible away in that region. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. It's two. I think it was two forty-seven on Google Maps yep. from Buckeye Central to Wellsville. But that's in a car. You got to right. think in a bus. Right. That's three hours, three fifteen maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may want to go get them a charter bus. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's pretty much a drive down Route Thirty. Yeah. yeah. Um, Coach Jensen. He. I mean, I texted him. He likes the matchup. He. <laughs> I mean, I've talked to other people. If they were one seat higher or one seat lower, they get either Mapleton or Plymouth. Probably don't want to see those teams. I mean, right. Plymouth blanked them last year right. at halftime. Um, it was one of that week that we had the lightning storms and stuff. Yeah. Um, but he likes the matchup. Um, they're three and three. They've got wins over a one and five team, an zero oh and six team, and then a two and four team. So not great wins. Granted, Buckeyes win this against zero oh and six Bucyrus, but Jensen likes the matchup, and he said we'll drive anywhere to have a good game. Right. So I don't know. I don't want to look too far into it. I'm hoping the Bucks pull it off. Uh, it's kind of strange that this is their first postseason appearance since finishing a state runner-up in 2011 <laughs> right uh but that's i'm gonna be looking forward to that on friday yeah. who, who do you think wins the seneca east delta game because the winner plays crawford right? uh, yeah that'll be that's, a big yeah one. i mean that's honestly that's a toss-up um i don't know much about delta yeah i i mean the just see delta I, think, I believe delta was the team maybe in 2014 2015 that was the eight seed and knocked out Crawford. Winford. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I believe. Right, yeah. Because I, I, I was at that. I believe that was Delta. Yeah. I, I looked, um, Archbold beat Delta pretty comfortably. Um, but, I mean, Seneca's, their wins are against Buckeye and Bucyrus. So, right, right. I, that's really one of those toss up games. Like, I think it's either team. Um, I don't think either one's really going to give Crawford that much difficulty. Right. But, um, I, I mean, I just, I think Delta might play in a tougher league. So that might kind of give them the edge, but Seneca East is home, so yeah. that's a coin flip game. <laughs> uh, the the two I'm looking forward to, I mean, they were the two teams I covered last Friday night. Um, Crestview, they they bring in an 0 and 6 Evergreen team, but I want to see what what they do this week, balance wise. I mean, they they threw the football over the place, they ran the ball last week, so um, I think Crestview. With that, a win there will probably get that matchup with Carey, which I'm super that's excited the one, about. That's the that's one I'm excited one. about. Why did they not get a bye, Crestview? Uh, Crestview, I don't think there was a whole lot of... Uh, there weren't a ton of buys There weren't a ton region. of buys in that region. There okay. may have only been there like only five, four five or five? six, yeah. I believe. So. Wow. Because yeah, what did Crestview so. get? Crestview, Crestview got a nine. is the ninth. Okay. Wow. Carey's an eight, and they're, they're playing in week one. Yeah. Too. Right. Wow. So I think there was maybe only five buys, I believe. Yeah, there were six in that region. Like 23, 26, 28, maybe something like yeah. that. That, um, that Carrie Crestview game that'll be next big. week. Yeah, yeah, that, it's going to be a good. That might be game of the hopefully week. Hopefully that happens. Hopefully, I, I mean, as long as neither team overlooks it, that would be at Carrie. It'd be at Carrie. Uh, then the other game that I'm looking forward to is um, 
my, my big red are hosting a playoff game for the second time in school history. But if they and they play a one in five Lisbon David Anderson from way Once, up northeast it's, it's, by it's Wells, down 30. Town, Wells beat them. So yeah, and uh, I mean if Plymouth can win this game, that'll be their first playoff win in school history. Really? So that's I mean that's something I'm super looking forward to. I'm actually covering that game um, Friday night, so I'm I'm really looking forward to that game. You better not be biased in your uh, write up. I'm going to read your article. You better get those well poor be kids from Lisbon, wherever. <laughs> Lisbon, yeah. Lisbon, Portugal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoever it was. I don't um, and then the you know the other one is Ontario and Vermilion. Vermilion's yeah. only one in five. They beat Willard, but uh, they know, play I'm in a just, tough conference though. Yeah, they play in the SBC in that middle division SBC. Um, with like Edison all, and all them, but, um, yeah, but I'm just looking Ontario. forward to what Ontario can yes, do. Yeah, I yes. think that's gonna that's gonna be. A I'll good be game at that me. game. I'm excited. I've not seen the Warriors play yet this year. You've seen them play once or twice, right? Two, twice, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited to see what Coach Miller and the Warriors can do to see that uh, stacked wide receiving core. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun one over there. So. Yeah. Yeah, those are the ones that kind of stand out to me. Um, I wanted to go over the teams that have the buys: um, Shelby, Lucas, Ashland. Colonel Crawford, Winford, Danville, Centerburg, East Knox. Mm -hmm. And, you know, usually in, in high school football, you just you, you never get buys. Yeah. Um, but, in, you know, in the NFL and college, it's usually you get a buy, and those, those teams that are coming off buys usually play a lot better mm -hmm. after the buys. But who do you – who's the one team that you think will benefit most from having the buy in, in uh, week seven? You're going to call me crazy, but I think Shelby. Yeah. Owen Fisher I, can rest up. Yep. Marie, uh, Merrick, Merrick, Merrick Albert. I was Marie, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Marie, I don't know why I said Marie. Merrick Albert yes. has another week to yes. recover from that. Yes. Get healthy. Is he yes. going to be back next week? Yeah, they're they're counting on him. I, I, I heard he's... even Blaine Bowman's a little banged up. He's okay, but I hear he's banged up. So they need the rest too. But yeah, yeah I, I think they would be number one for me. Number two would probably be Ashland because of Ethan Hartley. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think Shelby's definitely up there because, mm -hmm. like like we said, Merrick Albert's coming off a broken collarbone. Yes. I think he's – the last time I talked to Rob Mahaney, he said, yeah, we're expecting him back in the playoffs. Fisher has a rolled ankle, a hamstring. tender hamstring, a broken hand, some jammed fingers. So, uh, I mean, I think a week, a week away will help him yes. big time. And then they get Xander Wilkins back on the offensive line, who is mm -hmm. probably one of their top linemen um, on that team. So who would they play? They will end up playing the winner of Rossford or Worcester Triway. Both teams are three and three, so those aren't cakewalk games. Worcester Triway, we, you know, we used to play them at Clear Fork uh, in the MAC, and they were always tough. That's yeah. a good farm school, so that would be a physical game. So that should be fun. It, Shelby will host, but uh, yeah. anybody else who, who stands I, out there? That, I think that Lucas, just for the fact that they had two tough losses. Yeah. They have a week to recover, get ready for their, their next round game, you know, uh, mentally recover as well and just, you know, reset and get ready for the playoff run yeah I, I was going to say Lucas too just because and they're coming off two straight losses which doesn't usually happen over in Lucas too much mm -hmm. but their losses against two very good division four teams which you know is kind of expected it's kind of forgiven but um, you know Lucas just to be able to kind of reset everything I, I, I like Lucas to bounce back after that, that uh, bye. I think Winford is really going to benefit from that law uh, from the week off coming yeah. off that loss I mean we, we've talked about it before. Nobody wants to see Winford coming off a loss. And if you gave Gabe Helbert two weeks to work on stuff yeah. and a chance to go scout the team. Right. And uh, Mike, yeah, <laughs> Mike Sparks put on Facebook um, that the kids need to heal up. So I'm sure they're banged up from that carry yeah. game, even if nobody was actually hurt. Mm -hmm. Carry's a big team, and you're right. going to get 
bruised, cut, all that stuff. So having those kids rest up for two weeks, mm-hmm. and they get a Saturday game, so technically it's two weeks in a day. Right. Uh, right. I mean, that's only going to benefit this Winford team, and I don't think they're going to miss a, like a beat at all in that game. And like you said, it's pretty unfair giving Gabe Helbert two weeks to prep for an <laughs> opponent. Same with Coach Teg though at Crawford. Yeah, you give yeah. him two weeks. He already knows the Seneca East team pretty well. Right. Um, they haven't faced each other, but I mean, Seneca East is Seneca East. Right. Um, he's going to be at that game, and if it's Delta, I'm sure he knows that Delta team at least somewhat. So both those coaches giving them two weeks. Yeah. That's unfair. But does it? Would a buy kind of? It it won't hurt Seneca or Colonel Crawford. Yeah. But will it? I mean, it's not as big of an advantage for those other teams because Colonel Crawford is, is really on a roll right now. Yeah. Um, I would think they would the, want to keep things going. One of the things, though, uh, it wasn't noticeable in that Bucyrus game at all, but Lincoln Mollenkopf, who was the transfer in from Bucyrus, yeah. is no longer there. Mm-hmm. He uh, he didn't get approval. Um, I think there was a custody issue, and it wasn't approved, so he's out now. He didn't play that Bucyrus game, which is kind of ironic that he's not playing the team that he left. Right. Um, but he's a good option on offense but he is a stellar linebacker like probably one of the best in the league right and not having that i don't think it's going to be as noticeable next week's game but moving forward i mean not having a player of that caliber yeah it's going to be huge and i think having two weeks to kind of figure things out of who's going to fill that void who's going to take that spot maybe some players have to play a little more i think that'll be big right and i mean i think the buy kind of hurts Danville, Centerburg, East Knox, those those KMAC teams, just because they are, you know, they were coming in playing so well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'd have and, to and disagree, I'm, though, on East Knox, just because a couple weeks ago they lose Ian Toller okay. to a broken fibia. That was the injury that I was talking about right, after Mount right. Gilead. It was a broken fibia, so he's out for the rest of the season. So it gives, uh, it gives East Knox another week to uh, change up the game plan a little bit because Toller was their main running back. Now right. they can... Now they can uh, switch things up and get stuff ready for their playoff run against the two Ohio Valley teams, Toronto and Tuskegee right. Central. But then after that, uh, if they win, they might face Shady Side, who is a team that I played in high school. They're <laughs> they're a story they're a story team down there. They've right. gone to a couple state championship games. Uh, they are good. It would be it'd be awesome to call their game when they come up to East Knox if they would. And also. Uh, kid that I my brother played with in grade school their quarterback is the quarterback at Shady Side so that'd just okay. be something just for me that'd be cool but Shady Side East Knox looking down the line to the third round that would be a really good matchup just yeah. the way East Knox plays defense and then Shady Side plays offense I mean the thing that I'm looking forward to is just how these buys kind of affect these teams mm-hmm. yeah there, I mean nobody's used to having a buy and this is kind of a Twenty twenty. This is kind of a first time thing that we're that yeah. we're having these. So, I'm I'm interested to see that. But with that being said, who's the first team you guys see being upset? Who who's the upset special of the playoffs early on? Who do you see that maybe should make a huge run or should continue to to play? You have to look at the brackets. Who do you guys have as an early out that maybe should? You know what? I'm just, gonna go with Ashland. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say Ashland, but I'm. That, I was gonna let one of you guys take that one. <laughs> yeah, okay. Thank Division you. four, region fourteen. The Ontario Warriors, if they were to win their first and second round matchups, they would play Bellevue. Yeah. 
But I mean, two playoff I, wins for Ontario. I mean, I think that'd be pretty good. Yeah, for Ontario, they I'm weren't expecting. I'm saying yeah. Bellevue'd be the first. The, oh, you're saying? Oh, Bellevue. I'm saying Ontario, a tough Ontario, Ontario over Bellevue. They have those two wins. Bellevue I like coming that. off a bye. Wow, you know? Chris Miller is going to like that. I'm saying. I love I mean, I, I'd love to see the Bellevue Shelby rematch, but just yeah. Ontario's been hot. Yeah. Now Brian Skaronski's going to probably smack me in the back of the head. Are you nuts? I look up, but no, I just. You said the first team, I think. Right, I, I yeah. mean, Bellevue's got some tough I mean, it's up, this is upset special, so, I mean, this, mm-hmm. we're, we're kind of picking off the wall here. But, yeah, I, I like that pick. I mean, I don't mind it at all. Even if Galleon makes a run out there against Bellevue and, and Galleon yeah, yeah, puts, up a, gets yeah, puts up a yeah. really good game, I mean, so, they yeah, could Bellevue, knock off Bellevue, too. That'd be back-to-back weeks because they play Galleon the second week and then possibly Ontario the third week. But yeah. how cool would a Galleon-Ontario that would be awesome. That, that, would that be rematch of fully healthy Galleon yeah. versus Ontario. And I think it would probably be a neutral side at that point. I believe it's still regional had a finals. better team be side. Regional finals is the first. Where, who's, okay. the higher seed? The, who's the higher seed? The higher seed Ontario. is Ontario. Ooh. Yeah, Ontario's the main seed. But, I mean, I'd love to see a rematch of that with a fully healthy Galleon. Like Especially a Galleon team that would theoretically be coming off a win over number one Bellevue at Bellevue. Right. That's some momentum right Sign there. Sign me up for that's that. Jake, what do you think about the, the Tigers tournament draw? I mean, I, that's a I pretty good. That if you're a Tiger fan, you are got to be excited. I would take that draw 10 times out of 10. You get Southview at home. Uh-huh. You're hosting a playoff game as a number, what, 15 seed. Yes. Um, and then you, you take on an Ashland team who I think they can beat, even if Hartley's not playing. I right. think they can beat them. Right, yeah, exactly, because they really should have won the first game, you think about yeah. it, because they had the ball in their territory three times, right. twice in the red zone fourth quarter. But if let's say they beat Ashland just for you know for theoretical or whatever, um, who would they play then? It would be a Norwalk team that's right. down that they actually were going to play week one. Yeah. So even that game, I would say, would be winnable. So. I think so. Yeah, they could. I that could put them right out in into the regional the, finals. The regional right? final. That's that's. Then they crazy. play Tiff and Columbia, probably. Right. They'll but. play. Yeah, Tiff and Columbia is the one seed in that. Right. Which I mean, if Sandusky's pretty bad, but. Uh, and I don't know anything about Revere or Medina Buckeye, but I think they could give those that to the Colombian team a run too. Right. We used to play Medina Buckeye in the MAC. They're tough too. I mean, they're another farm school up there in Medina, you know. But um, no, I think the Tigers got a really nice tournament draw. I know the coaching staff was happy, but again, you got to go week by week. But they really want Ashland. Yeah. They're hungry for Ashland because they were so yeah. upset that they let that game slip. Out of their hands, they really did. Right. They won them bad. Uh, I mean, Crawford's got a favorable one too. Um, looking at it, I mean, best team that they would in theory face before a regional semifinal is number seven Liberty Liberty Center, which I believe it's been a while. It was my first year. I think it was like week five of the job. I think Crawford went to Liberty Center. It might have been. And that was the last playoff game they had, and Liberty Center beat them. Um, so I'm sure. Obviously, none of these kids were on the team then, but. Teg was coach then, and if he could get a little uh, revenge over that Liberty Center team and set his team up to potentially play for a regional final, that'd be huge. Yeah. Um, I don't think any of my teams have that upset thing, kind of a Bruin. Uh, Buckeye Central, if they get a win, that's huge. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. They, they'll play number three, Letonia, after. Um, I, Sorry, Bucks. I don't think there's really any chance there. Um, but if they get a win, they get a win. They're playing with house money right now. Right. Uh, Galleon, kind of the same thing. If Galleon wins this week, that's big. If they lose, I don't think it would really be an upset. Um, because, yeah, they beat Lucas, but they're also 3-3. Three and three. Um, 
if they beat Bellevue, like we mentioned, that'd be an upset on Bellevue's side. Uh, Crawford and Winfred, though, I mean, both should win their first game. Um, after that, I mean, you're seeing teams that are perennial playoff contenders right, and all right. that stuff. And Winfred, I believe, would see Opsego, or Opsego, I don't know how you pronounce yeah. it. And I think um, that was, looking at the bracket, I think that was the bracket. That might be, on that side of the bracket with Winfred, that might be the only matchup that kind of uh, makes me think about it. Like yeah. After that, I think they have a clear path. Yeah, if they can get past semifinal, them, yeah, they can get past sure. them. See, I yeah. think Winford might lose to the Osego team. I mean, on paper, they should. That team is not built for a long tournament run. This Winford team is a different team this year, I think. Yeah. I mean, you're the Crawford guy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, on on paper, they shouldn't match up with no. that Osego team at all. Osego's the number two seed, Winford's the seven. Um, but, I mean, it's Winford. Like, it's hard to really discount that team. They are down, though, this year. Would you agree with that? Winford is down a little bit. I don't think, no. I, I, I saw a no, really I good big play passing attack. Winford was down last year and still shared a league title. This year, I just think the N10 has gotten that much better. You've right. got Crawford the way it is now. You've got Carey. You've got Mohawk. I mean, the N10 has never had four. I'll say this. The N10 has never had four good teams. There's always been, like, Winford and then maybe another team that's up there and then some teams that, like, I was very high on that – don't end up panning out, but this year, I mean, there was there were legit four teams that could have won the league title: Mohawk, Carey, Winford, Crawford, yeah. and they all beat up on each other. I mean, that's that's how yeah. it goes. So, and Winford, they can run the triple option. I saw that a couple times. Yeah. Uh, who is it? Uh, Brady throwing to Hackworth. Hackworth. Yeah. Yes. Hackworth. I mean, big play opportunities they have there. They can run the ball. Brady can keep the ball. He can uh, toss off the Taylor. Yeah, yeah, Cody Taylor um, out of the back, yeah. Well, one thing that I think kind of threw a curveball early on for Winford is um, Kendall Blair, one of their running backs, went down, I believe, week one. Um, or maybe it was in the week two game. But, I mean, that was early on. They found a way to adjust to it. Um, I mean, Cody Taylor's an outstanding running back. Like, if yeah. Tristan Cross wasn't in the N10, Cody Taylor would probably be the best running back in the N10. Uh, so... Winford could make a deep run. Crawford is set up nicely, too. Yeah. Galleon, like we said, I mean, they'll have to get past Bellevue, which is easier said than done. Uh, but I don't really see any, like, if a team doesn't get a win this – well, I guess if Crawford or Winford doesn't get a win next week, that'd be somewhat of an upset. Right. But it's kind of all the Crawford County teams are just playing with house money. Right, right. So. But, I mean, Winford's recent, like, playoff yeah. performances, that that's what kind of – Sticks in the back of my mind. They they always come in as a high seed and yeah. get knocked out by a they, low seed. They got a win my first year here. Um, I believe they beat Gibsonburg at home, and then they went up to I don't even remember who they play, but I remember they went up to Finley University, right. and I covered that game, and they got beat pretty handily. I, I, I was, was at like that game, thirty-six seven or something. Did, yeah, yeah, it was very one-sided. Um, I mean, that's that's the only thing that stays is, in my yeah. mind, and I'm like, Winford. I love Winford, but. Man, I there's something. It's could just the playoff. Yeah, it's kind of like a St. Paul yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah. Except St. Paul has an undefeated season and a state title. Two yeah. state titles. Yeah, yeah. Just as of late, though, it seems yeah. like St. Paul one and done or two and done right. usually. But the you know the team that I'm that I see kind of an early exit as a team we talked a lot about already is Cary. Um, they, I mean, they have a tough road. They they're gonna they're gonna beat Mount Pelier pretty easily. Yeah. Um, Crestview's going to run over Evergreen, but that that matchup there, I think Crestview wins that matchup just mm-hmm. because of their balance. I could, yeah, I could. That's a pick 'em for me. Either yeah. it could go yeah. either way, and I wouldn't be surprised. Right. 
And then and both uh, teams are battle tested too. Right, I mean, right. Crestview's played the best teams in the Fireland Conference, and Cary, I believe, is one of the only teams in the N10 to see all of those top teams. Right. So, yeah. And they only have one loss. Yeah. And I, and I love that. I love that matchup. I can't wait to see that one. But Lucas, the, their their road is kind of interesting because they could run into Mapleton, and then they could possibly run into Monroeville. So two Fireland's Conference teams. I think they're gonna they would beat them both. But it would be, it's going to be nice to see what Lucas does against the Finals Conference, which is a league that always says, hey, no, nah, we don't want you. We don't want you to come this is league. Yeah, Lucas did their so MOAC Lucas, tour. Yeah. Now they get to do the Firelands Conference right, tour. They're showing them. Well, they I could know, run into St. Paul in the regional finals. Talking to Monroeville's coach. That would be, <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Cool. Talking to Monroeville's coach last week when we were up there scouting for our game of the week, the coach said, he said, I almost put on the, uh, the little profile for us. Just don't make us play Lucas early. <laughs> so even those fire those Firelands Conference teams are they already they already see Lucas in that bracket well, and they're already going oh boy exactly and Lucas is battle tested I mean yeah, you oh, have yeah. To, you yeah. Have to, even with those two those are two really good losses so yeah so they're, and their playoff games are just they're they're going to look like they're in slow motion mm-hmm. I mean you you played Shelby you played Galleon you played Ontario mm-hmm. you played Clear Fork I mean these games are going to look like they're in slow motion to Lucas and, and the fact gonna, that these teams awful. have to come down to Bob Wine too right. Yeah, and they they already said they're going to host the playoff game no matter what. So. With, with ten people in the stands. With however many people want to show up, live streaming it. I love it. Um, so we we picked our upsets. Who's who's your pick to go the furthest? Who do you think is going to make either regional final, regional semifinals, state semifinal? Who's who's going to make that run? You I'm should gonna, say other than Lucas and Shelby, who's going to make it right. That's fine, yeah. Other than Lucas and Shelby, who's going to make that run? I'm going to say Crawford has the chance to. Yeah. Um, I mean, their their offense has been explosive, but that defense has been just as good, if not better. Uh, Carter Valentine in the secondary has six interceptions this year. Right. Um, he probably should have eight or nine. Uh, he dropped a couple against Mohawk. Uh, but, I mean, that linebacking core they have, the defensive line they have, like, those kids are – you would think that they're like D three kids, right. not D six, uh, and they've like we mentioned before. I mean, they've got a quote unquote favorable draw where the best team they're going to see is a seven seed until they get to the regional semifinal. And I mean, that team with some momentum, they're hard to bet against. Yeah, and I just I, I kind of hate that they have a bye. Honestly, yeah, I mean, that, that's yeah. the only thing that's that's really worrying me because they do have all this momentum they yeah. have right now. Now you're going, you probably just have probably the worst week of practice this week because you don't have a game yeah. to prepare for. You don't really care what happens. Uh, but I, I, I want Colonel Crawford to make a long run. I, I like that team over there. I think the best case for them would be for Seneca East to win because yeah. those kids have lost to Seneca East every single year. So that would give so them, for them to, like yeah, yeah, for and them to get that win. They haven't played them yet either. Correct, right. yeah. That's the only game in the N10 that wasn't played that kind of would have played a factor, but the way that Seneca East has lost their games, I don't think... I mean, the N10 crowned the champ after six anyway, so it didn't matter, but that would just be a nice, like, cherry on top of the cake that, yeah, we cruised through the entire N10, capping it off with a playoff win. Right. Who's the the long one? Besides Shelby, Lucas, we we both kind of predict those those two teams to make a long run. Who, Who you got? I mean, we talked about the Tigers already, but you know... I like what Travis is cooking with the Ontario Warriors. I, I mean, if they beat Bellevue, that is a nice run for Chris Miller. I think that no matter what, if they can make it to Bellevue yeah. or if Gallion can upset them, that is going to be a great 
third round but, game. But that Kenton game's still going to be pretty tough. No, yeah, Kenton, yeah. we used to play Kenton. Well, that's the thing. If they can get past Kenton, they'll have that momentum right. to think, hey, we can play with the best now. Right. And since they lost to Shelby so close, had the chance to tie it late, Yeah. they're going to have that, well, I don't, we don't care who we play. We know we can play with the best. That's Kenton is like a quarterback you, though. I mean, that's where Manny Mock went. So they, they seem to reload. So that's going to be a tough game week two. But I still think that they have a good shot at going pretty far. I like Ontario. A team, though, that's not in error that I think will go pretty far. Um, I even might. I haven't looked at their brackets since last week, but I like Worcester. I like Worcester to have a nice long run. That, the only thing that worries me about Worcester is they're in Division Two. I mean, then they—they I don't know what is was Louisville Division Two. I didn't even see what Louisville. What yeah, uh, Louisville is a Division Two. Oh, division I had to look that up. Yeah, but they don't—they don't play too many. Teams I know they're on the other—they're on the other, size, they're which, on the other side of the bracket. The Maslin Perry was the one seed, which is which is <laughs> which is a, a good, help, good place to be. Help, yeah, <laughs> right, right. Uh, but you know, I love that Worcester defense. They're just smothering. Their secondary is outstanding. Micah McKee is a beast. In the wide receiving core, they got a solid running back, and Owen Roach is the best uh, quarterback, at least in in our area. Right. So most complete, I should say. Yeah. So, yeah, I like Worcester. I, I do. It'll I, be I think they'll have a nice long. Run. I think it'll be interesting to see what they do. In the I don't two. think they'll be playing Ashland to be telling you at the end of the year because yeah. I think they'll still be playing. They'll still be yep. playing. Um, I have two, but my first one I like. I really like East Knox's bracket. Yeah. I like that bracket going through the high Valley schools. But think of this. East Knox versus Lucas in a state semifinal. I'll take it. I'll take I it just looked day. at the, the <laughs> AP poll. Lucas was 12th with 15 votes. East Knox 13th with 14 votes. Oh. They're, they're both getting some love. But I think East Knox has a good bracket. They can get past, like I said, Shady Side in round three. I think they can make it at least to a regional final. And then if they do that, somehow they win it and Lucas wins theirs. That's most likely going to be the state semifinal. And how exciting would the game would that be? That'd be cool. All um, the face, Marion local. <laughs> all the, all the face, all the face. Yeah, yeah, right. A better Marion local team than last right. year. Yeah, no. I still would love to see that map, rematch, to Lucas though. Yeah. All you haters out there thinking they're getting blown out of the water again. No. <laughs> um, also, I think the winner of Carrie and Crestview. That's all. That's gonna. Say, that's gonna. I think springboard them. To a couple more wins after that. I'm drinking the Crestview Kool-Aid, man. I, I saw them for the first time last week. Man, they just they look so good. They have mm-hmm. a third down back at, at, near the goal line. He only had 36 rushing yards, but he had three touchdowns. Yep. Uh, Connor Morris, who's who's a, as tough as anybody. And then you have Chase Shifflett is, is amazing. Yeah. Evan Hamilton does it on both sides. He had a pick six for about 57 yards. Ross Kuhn is, I mean, you guys talk about quarterbacks. I think he's a quarterback that could succeed at any any high school team. You put him on any other high school team and he does just what he does at Crestview. And you just look at what they did last year. As a seven seed, I believe, they went to East Knox and they missed a field goal right. that could have won it. East Knox goes on and plays in a state semifinal. Right. I mean, they were that close to possibly making that run that East Knox yeah. did. So they, you know... I mean, it's not like it was much of a surprise after what you saw they what you saw them do at the end of last season. They just kept with that momentum into this year, and I think you know, I think they have a shot. If they can get past Carey, I think they'll run into they'll run in in the quarterfinals. They'll run into Archbold, which is that's number one seed. That's a that's your traditional power. But I, you know, if a win over Carey could give them a ton of momentum, they could go right into the into the semifinal. And, and this is something final. you see too. Like we've only had six weeks. You maybe right. I think I said this at the beginning of the of the podcast for this weeks one and two are pretty much like the, it's something to feel a feeler out yeah. like you don't know it's it's your scrimmages pretty much right. so 
some teams that have two losses or three losses, they might not be the team that they are now. Like, look at Clear Fork. They finally have that offense going the way they want it. They have that defense there. You never know. They can make a run, even though they're a 20 seed, because coaches are seeing the record, but it's pretty much you're playing two scrimmage games the first. So I don't right. could, I wouldn't be surprised to see a low seed make a run just because we don't know, we don't know what anything. these teams look like. Right. Yeah, I mean, Gallon can play in that too. I remember talking to Coach Dick the first two or three weeks of the season. He's like, we're still getting a feel for ourselves. Right. And then that week four is when they lose a couple guys. Like, who, like, fully healthy. I still think, I got called out on Twitter. I got to go back to this. But one of the <laughs> Shelby kids screenshotted my prediction and said thanks for the motivation or something. They love taking and I motivation gave him credit. I was like, yo, you guys yeah. walked into Galleon, beat him handily. But I defended myself in saying that's before I knew Galleon was down four starters. Right. I still think that's a completely different game. Shelby probably still comes out on top, but I think that's a one-score game with a fully healthy Galleon. Um, same with Ontario. I don't think Ontario doesn't flank Galleon if they've got Henny Donaldson and right. the yeah. other players. I agree with that. So I, Galleon might be one of those teams that it kind of yeah. it's unfortunate that they have to see number one Bellevue because they're going to really have to be on their Bellevue game week is two. a very good team as well. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not discrediting them; they're yeah. a really good but squad. But if Galleon would have had like yes. two games under their belt in the playoff before Bellevue, I, who knows? I mean, like you said, yeah. this is it's still it's week seven. Like right. some teams are just hitting their stride now. Yeah. That's the coolest slash weirdest thing about this season. <laughs> We could have like a number twenty seed make a run to state, yeah. just because of the way things are gonna go. Yeah, which you would never see a twenty seed otherwise. Like, and we and, talked about a high seed making a run to state. I mean, Clyde won it as a seed Clyde. last week, and they had ten weeks to get ready. I right, mean, they're yeah. number eleven seed right now. They'll run into Wasion. They'll run into Huron, who I think they've already seen so far this year. I mean, I, I don't see why Clyde couldn't make a run. I don't see why West Holmes couldn't make a huge run either. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, I actually accidentally I made a mistake on the Saturday pigskin. I said that Madison played West Holmes close. It was Mount Vernon. Yeah, and I was Madison like, oh, Madison has a chance because they played close. they played West Holmes close. No, they played Mount Vernon close. <laughs> they got blown out by West Holmes, so that game might be more of a blowout. It was but going back, nothing. Yeah, yeah, going back to the uh, the bulletin board material. Funny story. You know how last week how Brian picked River Valley mm-hmm. and said, well, I'm probably gonna get it at this wedding that I'm doing on Saturday. So Friday night, Brian texts uh, Coach Mahaney just for you know stats. He says, here you go, and I hope you enjoy the wedding. So, <laughs> nice. so I love I love the back and forth from the Shelby players and coaches. I know yeah. you know they they use the bulletin board material, but it's a, it's just fun that and it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. I covered like four that. Shelby games last year, so I knew they were going to be just phenomenal this year. Congrats to Coach Mahaney and the Whippets. I think they will have a really nice uh, run as well. Or like that to Lucas, though, were you? <laughs> yeah, who won the Shelby Lucas game? Hand, I was, handedly. I was saying your big old love for Ontario, how you thought they were going to win, they got walked off. Oh, well, that's okay. That's all right. Well, <laughs> well I do want to say real quick. I did Ontario, look it up. Travis Berardi has no faith in you. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 Ontario. I just said they were going to make OH report doesn't talking about this. Come on now. Show some love to the Warriors over there at the OH report, would you? Now, real quick. Madison, Washington, Worcester. October 30th regional semifinal. I really want to see that game. I really cool. want to see that yeah. game. I just looked it up. That would be a fantastic game. That would be cool. Uh, my final power rankings just came out today. I decided to cut it off at six weeks just because uh, teams aren't playing this week and then teams wouldn't be playing next week. So I just said, you know what, forget it. Let's just let's just crown a champ. Uh, and, and obviously the Shelby Whippets are, are the champs of the, mm-hmm. of the Richland County Power Pole at 6-0. 
put Crestview up to number two. I think they jumped up just because I saw them live and, and I liked what they did. Uh, Lucas dropped down to number three, but two losses against two Division Four teams. I, mean, I, I feel bad even doing that. Um, Ontario jumped up to number four with a four-game winning streak. Um, Mansfield Senior comes in at five at two and four. Clear Fork at six at two and four. Plymouth drops down to number seven uh, after three straight losses. And then Lexington at number eight and Madison at number nine. Um, uh, you know, we, we talked, you, you said, you know, we kind of expected this from from the, the Shelbys and the and the Lucases, but, and we'll, we'll get to the Richland County, or the Crawford County one, um, but who, who in Richland County kind of surprised you overall through six weeks? I mean, what what team, might, we, we talked a lot about these teams already, but if you just want to say a little bit about, you know, what team kind of kind of proved to you that they, they belong up, up there? Well, I mean, Lucas showed everybody that they belong in the MOAC, which would be <laughs> awesome if they moved him, but Highland pretty much took right. their spot. Right. Um, but Ontario, I yeah. think everybody thought, okay, 3-3 three and three would probably be a good season for Ontario, but then they show they, their two losses, or walk-off, and a pick mm-hmm. in the end zone that got yeah. taken back and ended up losing to Shelby. So they're about, what, four minutes and six seconds away from being undefeated, possibly? right. right. So Ontario is just by far the biggest surprise for me. Yeah, and then that you go back to the Lucas game, the inverter whistle. They're yep. still upset about that over at Ontario. They feel too. like they really should have won that game yeah. against Lucas. The so Shelby, that was a loss, but it was a good loss. I agree with Travis. I like Crestview, though. Yeah, Crestview's really blown me away. I really didn't know too much about the Firelands coming in this year, but watching your guys' highlights of yeah. them and everything – that uh, that uh, what's his name? Give me a second. Ross Coon and uh, Hamilton kid. Uh-huh. Those guys, outstanding. outstanding. I I was gonna say them, but I I was expecting them to make a have a good season just from what I heard in the preseason from last year. I I I would could say them, but that was pretty much expected up there at Crestview. They were they were expecting good a good season like this. I don't know if they were expecting five and one, right. maybe four and two, but. They've, they've shown off as well. I think they were upset about – I mean, they, they lost to, to St. Paul. Yeah. But who, I get, mean, if you put anybody else's back, jersey yeah. on there, like we but, said. But look at the style points. All their wins, blowouts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they, they've passed yep. the eye test. Yeah, so. i got to say the surprise – I mean, it's no surprise that Lucas was good. But, I mean, coming in, I was talking to people. I thought a 2-4 and four record yeah, for the Moloch would be honestly. good for Lucas. They'd yeah. probably still get a high seed, They too. would, and that's the yeah. thing. Like, they would get a couple wins, and just those – point wins over D4, D5 talent, that's huge. But for them to go 4-2 and two and to win the games they did, <laughs> yeah. and, I mean, we talked about it. Like, I didn't think they really set a chance against Shelby because I feel like they're the exact same team. Shelby's just bigger and can throw better. Right. So right. that was one of those games. The Galleon loss, I mean, is that an close. upset? I don't know. I mean, game, the way too. Galleon has been going in, you might think it's an upset, but at the same time, like, we talked about it. I was very high on this Galleon team. I yeah. think if... Mm-hmm. Galleon could have had those couple playoff games in a normal season. They're probably fighting with Shelby, and they probably finish 1-2 in the MOAC or tied because right. who knows what happens. But for Lucas to go through the season the way they did, finish 4-2, and two, I mean, that's huge for them. That's been, Yeah, because yeah. I, I think the only people that may have not expected that is, is Lucas themselves. Because yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they always hold themselves to a high standard. They don't look and at I think that's why they won. Yeah. I think that's why they won all those games, because they hold themselves to that high and standard. And they don't like you said about Crestview, if Maple, if uh, St. Paul was in Mapleton jerseys, Lucas doesn't care what the jersey is. Right. Yeah. And exactly. I mean, yes, 
they got beat 28-7 to Marion Local in that state championship game. But you and I were on the sidelines watching that first drive from Marion Local, and they had four plays and out. Right. And if it wasn't for that running into the kicker, right. Lucas has the ball. And the way they were driving, Lucas could have gone up 7 nothing in a state right. championship against Marion Local, and that game's completely changed. But just to see... 14 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If they had scored that. They, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I was like, wait, score was seven. No. Okay. But um, just Lucas is the direct opposite. They don't care who's exactly. on the jersey. They it's have just, that, it's, that just it's a lineman versus a lineman, a cornerback right. versus a wide receiver, a linebacker versus a running back. They don't care who's on the other yeah. side. And I think that is why Lucas has been so successful is because they don't care. They'll play anybody. They'll play the Pittsburgh Steelers. They'll play the Browns. <laughs> yeah, right. they and, come into a game and they're like, you're a high school kid. I'm a high school kid. Right. That's it. Yeah. Well, I can win this match. Yeah. yeah. Jake, who did uh, Shelby lose to last year in the first round of the playoffs? Second, second round, round of the playoffs. Second round. Five. Excuse me. Excuse five, me. Five, yeah. Eventual and, state and, champion. Thanks Eventual for stealing my thunder <laughs> there. Here's some bulletin board material for you, Shelby. You know I love you guys, but uh, you lost to Clyde early on last year. Let's have a nice, long... Uh, Tournament run for the Shelby Whippets. Even with uh, Albert being banged up, I really, I really like Shelby. Jake, if you have the brackets, where's, where would a Clyde Shelby matchup be? Would that be a regional semi? That would be. Clyde's down though this year. Clyde is. We thought Clyde was down last year too, and they made the run. I mean, for payback purposes, Shelby that would be probably love to have regional that. semifinal. Can I see the the Shelby bracket? Yeah. So I mean, which one? This one. Yep. Say Clyde does make it to that regional semifinal, Shelby, that's bull That'd be a fun material for them. Yeah. That'd be big. And, I, and it, it can happen, easily happen. Um, they, yeah, wait, like, they got the number two seed. They gave Bellevue the one seed over. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if Bellevue's, I agree with that. Bellevue's good, but I think Shelby's say, a better I'd football team. I'd say Bellevue team. plays in a tougher league, though, and that's uh, probably where they got yeah, it. Yeah, I, was look, I was looking at the seating. Jake sent me the seating, and it was pretty much one, two between them and Shelby. Yeah. Some, Shelby got some. Number one votes, but Bellevue just got more. Yeah, right. I'll say this: if if Clear Fork doesn't have a down start to the season, Shelby's probably the number one seed in that yeah. region. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. I would say Shelby's almost a lock. Granted, uh, any injuries, but they would be a lock for at least yeah for the regional finals to play Bellevue. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's almost a lock yeah. if everyone stays healthy. And I think everybody wants to see that. Yeah. Game. Yeah. And to go back to to Lucas and just like you know we talked about Crestview just how they maybe have that, that mental block over St. Paul and you know, Lucas just doesn't have any mental block whatsoever. I mean that's probably why they've been in the playoffs seven straight years. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um but let's let's get to some picks. Let's finish it off with some playoff picks here. Um we got quite a few games here. Um we'll go ahead and knock them out here. Uh first one up is Lexington at Rocky River. Um Lexington is one in five. Rocky River's only played four games so far this year. It's kind of crazy. They're three and one. They have so. a COVID scare or something. Uh, I th- just said in, on their schedule the first two weeks just said it was open dates and then they have. I think all it the was they're up afterwards. Rocky Rivers up Cleveland area, yeah. right? Yeah, so yeah, I think Brunswick. that was I think it was the Cleveland the Cleveland how they didn't play. Oh, that's right. How they yeah. started late because okay. Cleveland wouldn't let them play public school wise. Yeah. I think that's why. It was Is like it at Rocky River? At Rocky River. Yes. Yep. I'm going Rocky River. That I mean. Road games are never fun for <laughs> a team that just got their first win. Yeah. Yeah, I get Rocky River. I'll go Rocky River. I can't talk. <laughs> Rocky River as well, Wibble. Travis. Rocky River. Yeah, Rocky River. Uh, Wesker Wabbits. I, I love how Lexington came out and, and kind of played last week mm-hmm. on it. In a game they they mentally knew they could win, and they did come out and win it, so that's big. Uh, what, uh, Madison at West Holmes. Uh, rematch of week two. I think it's 
kind of an easy one. Upset. Uh, <laughs> West Holmes. Yeah. West Holmes running clock. Yeah, West Holmes. West Holmes will get the win in that one. Uh, Sylvania Southview at Mansfield Senior. I, I like the Tigers' chances of winning their winning back-to-back playoff games in, in consecutive seasons for the first time ever. Yeah, I see the Tigers taking care of business. They, I mean, they need this win. Yeah. T.Y. for Tiger, baby. I can see a game of the week next week, Ashland Mansfield Senior. I like that matchup, too. Uh, Rocky River Lutheran West at Galleon. Zach, we'll start with you because you're pretty high on Galleon now. Yeah, I'm going to go Galleon based on, I mean, the, just the momentum off that Lucas win. Uh, I got to go with them. And Lutheran West, um, two and four. Yeah. Grand Galleon's three and three. Kind of asterisks next to two of those losses without starters. Um, but I think the Tigers take care of business at home and set up a pretty juicy game next week. Yeah. I agree. I think I think Galleon will play pretty well. Um, Galleon, though, you know what's funny is they're not a very good playoff team. Over the years, they've really struggled ever since 85, obviously. But the last 10 years, they've not been a very good playoff team. Yeah. I believe one year they were 10-0, and 0 and they lost to, to they were the one seed, and mm-hmm. they lost at home. They got destroyed by Pemberville Eastwood. Yeah, that was the last home game they had and before last year. So that's something to watch out for, uh, Galleon fans and players. I'm going to take Galleon, but i got to say this. Closer than the experts think. Like That's what I was trying to do, my friend. Give me a pencil. You copy me all the time. Oh, by the way, Uh-oh. our game is on OH report. We have so many games I can't talk Boy, about that right now. Uh, I'm going to go with Galleon. I think Galleon Bellevue is going to be a good game next week. I'll Galleon. pick Galleon in this one. Just in their full strength. Um, even if I don't really agree with being full strength at this point, but hey, well, what are you going to do? It's high school football. Uh, Vermilion at Ontario. Vermilion's only one and five. Ontario on a four-game winning streak. I think this is kind of an easy one to pick here. Yeah, I'm going Ontario easily. They're gonna get the. They're gonna get some momentum going into the next week, which they'll need because it's gonna be a a big second round matchup. But I still think Ontario, Bellevue, or Galleon in that third round mm-hmm. matchup. So Ontario, they're gonna get it rolling easily this Friday or Saturday. I mean, uh, I gotta go with the Warriors. <laughs> Yeah, Griffin Shaver probably has a pretty big game in Warriors' role here. So the way Ethan Snyder played last week, I mean, he's he jumped up in, into my conversation for the player of the year yeah. in the MOAC and in the newsroom, and the kid's playing so well. This would be the – this could possibly be Ontario's first playoff win since 2001. That's crazy. It will. Is, and it's, their, oh, it's, it's also their first home game since, since 2001 they hosted River Valley. Some of these kids weren't even alive. No, no, no. 2010 no, they were at Clearfort. They were at Clearfort. Yes, yes. A tough loss to Jordan McEwen in Clearfort in okay. 2010. 2001, though, they had Coach Valentine, Hall of Fame coach. Uh, they beat River Valley, then lost to Margaret in the second round 13-6. Right. to six. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go a little bit further. Ontario shuts them out. Shut up. I like the I like the Warriors defense. Too. I, 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 I like I said, I've said time in and time out that defense has just gotten better as the weeks have gone on. They're going to post a shutout, and then what? Who is the second week is Keystone? Uh, Kenton. 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 They're and, aging like fine wine. <laughs> and Kenton's going to see that and be a little. You know, they're going to get a little afraid after seeing that score. But I can see it. Uh, Clearfork at Edison. Uh, you picked was, Ontario too. Oh yeah, obviously okay. picked Ontario. I, I think they're going to get their first playoff win since 2001. Um, let's see what Clearfork at Edison. Um, Colts are playing really good right now. I've, Brian Skaronski has laughed at me a couple times, saying I think the Colts can win a couple playoff games. 
they're rolling along. I, I, I think they're going to get the upset at Edison. I got to go with my Clear Fork Colts. They are rolling right now, baby. Let's go Colts. Big win at Edison. Bulletin board. Edison wins big. <laughs> wins big. Uh, Edison's in that in a tough SBC, but they're in that middle division that isn't as strong as that high division. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give them some bulletin board material, too. I think I'll go with Edison and... Just from uh, covering the the Chargers for one year up there, that's that's a always that's a, good a traditional team. power. Yeah. The Chargers. I like the Chargers. Um, Evergreen at Crestview. I think this is kind of a blowout too. Yeah, it's going to be a blowout. Crestview is going to continue to put up 50, 60 points, and they'll set up that matchup with Kerry. Hopefully, nobody gets injured in this game. Right. But yeah, they're gonna they're gonna roll. Take a minute more. Uh, Cougars. Sorry. <laughs> Crestview running clock first quarter. Yep. Crestview's <laughs> going to run away with that one. Uh, Lisbon, David Anderson at Plymouth. That's about a three-hour drive Lisbon, as well. Lisbon, Portugal. Yeah. Lisbon, yeah. Portugal. Who, who you got on that one? I guess I'll go with your uh, your big red. All right. <laughs> When's the last time they won a playoff game? This will be, if they win this, it'll first be the time. first time in school history. That's right. Yeah. Only because I can't remember the name of the team that they're playing, the Lisbon-Portugal people, I'm going to go with Plymouth to win a home. Your Big Red finally get that playoff win. So Lisbon, another school right down Route 30. Numbers Brewing Company has a blood orange beer. You guys need, if you're ever down there, look it up. It's really good stuff. But, yeah, Plymouth's going to knock the beer out of them. (laughs) Knock the beer out of them. I like Plymouth, too. Um, it's a high school thread. These high school players are listening to this. When they turn 21, they can make a trip to Lisbon, okay? Oh, my God. I'm sure Zach's had that. <laughs> uh, let's go down here to Canal Winchester at Mount Vernon. Uh, Canal Winchester's two and four. Mount Vernon two and three, coming off a loss to the Tigers. I don't know, man. You know, I watched Mount Vernon. I know you've seen them play too. This is not a team built for coming from behind. They are built like a Lucas team, where they run the ball, time management, uh, time of possession in their favor. I don't know. That, 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 this is a tough one. I'm going to go with Canal Winchester, you know. I, they can't pass the ball in Mount Vernon. Right. So. I'm going to kind of branch off Travis's beer reference. Uh, Canal <laughs> Winchester has better beer than Mount Vernon does. So <laughs> let's go Canal Winchester. Uh, Canal Winchester beat an 0-6 Delaware Hayes, an 0-5 Franklin Heights. Mount Vernon's victories to a one and five Lexington and an zero and six Madison. This game <laughs> so might be six win. six in the quadruple overtime. <laughs> yeah. uh, just because you know our producer Adam Thompson is a Mount Vernon grad, I'm just going to go with the the jackets for this one. And I'm going to leave you out on an island. I'll go Canal Winchester. Uh, I think Mount Vernon's coming off that loss to Mansfield Senior. I'm the lone wolf, not, not like NFL yet. Network, lone wolf. <laughs> now who's copying who? <laughs> <laughs> Rich Eisen. I like Rich Eisen. Not as much as Lee Corso. So who's going to pick up the the win and and get uh, Lucas here? Mapleton or Cuyahoga Heights? I believe Cuyahoga Heights played Lucas in the playoffs last year. What's their record, do you know? Um, Cuyahoga Heights is 1-4. Mapleton is 2-4. I'm going to go Mapleton. I just think they've been battle-tested this year. They've had some nice results. I think they pull off a win week one. I'll go with the Mounties, local team. Cuyahoga Heights beat an 0-3 Brooklyn team. Uh, their losses, 35-0, 45-13, 35-3, they had they actually had a bye week. They had an so, open date last week, so they've been, they got two weeks to prepare. They've been bye-tested. But it's not going to be enough. Luke, uh, Mapleton's going to win it. I won't. I, I'm going Mapleton just for the fact that 
how they were able to take Western Reserve in week two yeah. in the double overtime. They've shown that they can play with the better schools in the Firelands Conference. I want Mapleton to win just so they set up a Firelands Conference with Lucas and then possibly a Monroeville game with Lucas <coughs> the following week. But um, we'll go. Monroeville does not have an easy path for that game. Monroeville five and one against Independence, who's five and one as well. But that's at. I believe it's at Monroeville. It's at the Marsh, yes. So, uh, we got in that one. That one's, that's tough. That's, that's yeah, tough that pick. might, I don't that know anything might be one of the best games this weekend. Yeah. Um, next weekend. They got the buys. They both have buys. No, they don't. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's, 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 that, it's the funky bracket where those two teams don't have to play anybody in the first okay. round. So, uh, advanced. Are we still picking it then? So, we'll skip that one then. <laughs> we'll, we'll pick that They next both week. lose this week. They both, they both beat the buy this week. <laughs> Uh, New London at Liberty Center. New London owns six. Liberty Center four and two. <laughs> Liberty Center. Yeah. I'm not even gonna. No, just pass. <laughs> we know who I'm picking on that one. Liberty Center. Yeah, New Liberty London. Center. <laughs> A team making their first ever playoff appearance. South Central at Fairport Harding. South Central is zero and six. Fairport Harding is four and two. Go Fairport. <laughs> Congrats to the Trojans on their first playoff appearance, and this will be a brief exit for you guys as well, too. Uh, that Fairport wins. Yeah, Fairport. <clears throat> uh, let's go with uh, Margareta at Western Reserve. Margareta's in that middle division of the SBC uh, at 1 and 5. Margareta, or I'm sorry, Western Reserve is 4 and 2. I'm going to go Western. I, I think that's going to be a blowout. Western Reserve is really good. They beat St. Paul. I'm going to go Rough Riders. Yep, Western Reserve. And I'll make it a sweep for the Finals Conference, Western Reserve. Uh, Buckeye Central goes on a 12-hour road trip to Wellsville. <laughs> who, who you got in that one? I'm going to have faith in you, Bucks. Uh-oh. You're going to go on the road. You're going to pick up a win. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be an insane – this is going to be the most memorable year for these kids. <laughs> right. Wasn't Buckeye Central in the state championship, like, what, seven, eight Nine years, years ago? ago? No, it was 11. Boy, have they fallen from grace. No offense. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Wellsville in this game, the home team. I'm sorry for Nick's comments. So just for that, I'm taking the Bucks. <laughs> I'm going to go with Wellsville just because I, I picked. I did pick against Buckeye Central when they you did, yeah. when they beat Cyrus. I kind of gave a game the back. Reverse to jinx. So I'll reverse jinx it here. Uh, Mount Pillar at Cary. I think we all want that Cary Crestview matchup. Cary wins that big. Yeah. yeah, that's that's another blowout. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Kerry. Kerry. Uh, kind of a, a decently ga- decent game here. Delta at Seneca East. That's uh, that's an evenly matched game, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go Seneca East just to see that Crawford-Seneca matchup. Right. But, like, I mean, that, that could come down to whoever has the ball last. Right. I have the Tiger, Seneca East. I'm just going to go with Delta just because you guys are going Seneca. <laughs> I'll be that outlier. I'll get I- Delta close. I, I think I like Delta just because I, I, I don't know, but I would imagine their conference schedule may be a little bit tougher. So I'll go with Delta in that one. I think it's and safe to say, though, whoever wins this game is going to lose to Crawford next week, though. I, crazier yeah, things have happened know, in the but playoffs. I just think. <laughs> yeah. An, an old N10 matchup, Ridgedale at, Mo, or at Mohawk. Uh, Mohawk's going to win that one big. I'll go with Mohawk. Mohawk. 
Mohawk sweeps it. Uh, Zach's favorite team, Upper Sandusky at Firelands. One and five against five and one. Uh, Lonnie McMillan from the Daily Chief is actually making the trip all the way up to Firelands. Really? Um, and he'll probably be back home by nine o'clock. Yep. So Firelands <laughs> is going to win that big. Yeah. Firelands. Firelands. Running clocker for Firelands. Uh, Marion Harding at Worthington Kilbourne. Marion Harding's one and five. Kilbourne's three and three. We saw Harding this year and we're like, man, this team. Should be better than, than yeah. what they are. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go with Harding. I think they're one of the like, like we talked about. They needed th- those weeks to build it up. Yeah. Three and three. I mean, that's a beatable team. Yeah. So I'm gonna go Harding. Mary Marion Harding is another team that has fallen from grace. Yeah. They yeah. are going to lose this game. They used to be really good when I was little. When I was in grade school. Well, now they're really struggling. I'm gonna go Worthington Kilborn. I agree with Nick. It's crazy, but I agree with Nick for once. <laughs> Whatever. You know, yeah, Harding giving up 54 points to, to Clearfork last week. Um, yeah, Clearfork's uh, rolling. That's a tough one. I'll, I'll go with Kilborn. Uh, one and five Pleasant at two and four Benjamin Logan. I, this is kind of a toss-up game. It's not really uh, a, a big one to keep an eye on, but it's, it's a little bit of a toss-up. You said at Benjamin Logan? Yes. I'll go with the hosts. If Benjamin Logan can pass the football decently, they will pass all over Pleasant like <laughs> everyone else has. I'll go with Logan. I'll go with Pleasant. They have playoff experience. That's true. Yeah, the experience. I, I mean, does Benjamin Logan, though? I, I don't know anything about him, but I'm picking Benjamin Logan just because one in five Pleasant, I would have never thought that in yeah. a million years. In 2020, Pleasant would be one in five. Um, 0 and 6, Mommy at 2 4 and 2, River Valley. River Valley's coming off a loss to Shelby. River Valley by 60. 60. Mommy's really, really bad, so I think River Valley wins big. <laughs> River Valley. Yeah, I'll take River Valley in that one. Uh, Fisher Catholic at Cardington. Uh, two 3-3 three and three teams going at it. This should be pretty good. I'm going to go Fisher Catholic. They're always one of those teams that they're never bad. They're never outstanding, but I think they take care of business at Cardington. I, I got to watch a little bit of the Cardington game earlier this year. Uh, watch them play a little bit. They're they're tough. Cardington's very tough. But yeah, as Zach mentioned, Fisher Catholic. They're always up there, man. I, I like Fisher Catholic. Close, closer than the experts think. I'm gonna take Cardington. DK Mac was up this year. I mean, they've had some competition, especially Centerburg winning it all. You had Danville East Knox play an amazing game. And the Devil Dogs showdown last week. Northmore, despite having their record, I mean, they got blown out by Highland, which was a big surprise. But every every other game they were in, pretty much, it was a two-point loss, a one-possession loss. So that conference is up. So I think I think Cardington will win it. And uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Fisher Catholic, too. Um, I, I believe Fisher Catholic played Lucas last year in the regular season, if I'm yeah. not yes. mistaken. They would play uh, Crestline, too. They played both of them right. the last few years. And uh, I'm, my boy Tom Wilson down there in Lancaster, I, he, I think he's excited for that one. So I'll go with Fisher Catholic. Um, Highland at Riverview. 3-3 three and three Highland, 2-4 and four Riverview. It's some pretty close matchups for KMAC teams. Highland, Riverview. I'll go Highland. Riverview's usually pretty solid, though. Um, I'll go with Riverview. Highland. I'll pick Highland, too. We'll leave Nick out on an island by himself. That's <laughs> maybe right. he, maybe They're he'll tough. Be, They're he'll tough smart. school, man. I like, I like Riverview. Fredericktown at Elgin. 1-5 uh, and five Fredericktown, 4-2 and two Elgin, who put up 55 on Crestline. Yeah. Um, that game, from what I hear, was a lot closer than the final score really shows. Uh, but I'm going to go Elgin. Yeah. Elgin big. Yeah, Elgin. I think I'll take Elgin just because they... Gave me a, another game up on Zach last week. <laughs> uh, 0-4 Mountain Gilead at Buckeye Trail, 2-3. I mean, this 
not not really two good teams here, but I mean it could be close. I'll go for the first win of the season <laughs> for Mount Gilead. What are the records again? Uh, Mount Gilead's 0-4, Buckeye Trail 2-3. and 3. Buckeye Trail. I'll go with Buckeye Trail. Yeah, I'm going to go with Buckeye Trail, too. Somehow they're a 9 seed with only two wins. Yeah. Uh, Must be a really weak region. Yeah. Uh, they they beat Tusky Central 22-7. They lost them 6-0 Malvern 24-8. They blew out Strasburg Franklin 50-14. And then they lost a close one to East Canton 28-22. And then last week their game got canceled at New Cumberstown. But somehow they still got a nine seed, so I'll go you with the nine seed. Pick? I watched Gilead Mount Gilead big. play. I watched <laughs> Mount Gilead play too. They had they had a late start because of COVID, so they yeah. missed their first two games. So I think they're, they're still just hitting their stride right now. I, you guys I think they need another week or two. <laughs> I'll go with Buckeye Trail too. We'll leave Zach all by himself. Uh, I mean the the records don't look pretty, but I think this could be a fun one. Loudonville at Northmore. What what do you think there, Travis? Well, saying what Nick went earlier, I will be calling that game with Andy Jardy, <laughs> making a guest appearance. We do that at the end now. <laughs> that game will be on Saturday on the OH Report. But uh, I really haven't seen Loudonville play this year. But I'm just going to stick stick with my team. i got to go with the Golden Knights. Records? Uh, Loudonville 1-5, Northmore 2-4. and four. Nick passes, so <laughs> I'll go Loudonville. I don't think Northmore has it on him. I I like you hear Loudon- that guys. <laughs> hey, I like Loudonville. I used to play we used to play Loudonville. I like the Redbirds. Give me the Redbirds. I will go with Galley and Northmore to win that one. The only two teams over in Galley. Yeah. Uh, then our final one. We're gonna let Zach break this one down for us here. Um, it's not a playoff game, but <laughs> Owen Six Crestline at Owen Six Cyrus. I will say he has headgear and everything. <laughs> one team. We'll get their first win this weekend. Uh, Bucyrus, I talked to Coach Tim Plumley uh, after that Crawford game. I actually talked to him Saturday morning. Um, they're ravaged with injuries. I mean, they're starting – I think they're down to, like, their third or fourth receiver, second or third – or I think third or fourth running back, too. Um, they're a young team. The freshman quarterback, Teg, praised him. Teg said he's got a great arm and he throws the ball nicely. They just don't have the weapons. Right. And Crestline's coming off those two – very tough losses where I think they pushed close to a thousand yards in those two games. I think Crestline wins it big. Um, I kind of would have liked to see these teams both play fully healthy, yeah. but I think Crestline gets their first one of the season. I got to go with the Bulldogs. I mean, someone's got to win this game, right? Um, we'll watch we go to purple and there's a lockdown. <laughs> I hope not. But, uh, well, they're Crawford. Yeah, thankfully they're in Crawford County. Well, though. Crestline, right? No, Crestline just across the board. Tyler Sanders Tyler thinks Crestline's in Richland County. <laughs> Don't give think, him any fuel. I think there might be like a quarter of a gas station in Richland County or something. But I think the Dollar General is, but everything Where's else Where's the stadium located? Definitely. Crawford. Okay, all right. Well, then it's I'll go with the Bulldogs. And Johnny King, let's go, baby. Bulldogs. I like Crestline in this one, too. I've been picking against them all year And long. you can hear that game on <laughs> BSBN Radio. We'll get to that He's back. back. <laughs> He's back. Um, I mean, let's get to that point. Um, where where are you guys going to be? Let's let's talk where about where are we uh, going to be this week? Where we can find um, some games here, Zach? What, what are you going to be covering? Because you got a lot of buys in, in your area. Uh, we're going to have uh, Dave Hackadorn is going to be at the Crestline View Cyrus game on Friday, uh, and then I'm going to be at Galleon on Saturday for the Galleon Lutheran West game. I'm going to be paying close attention to that Buckeye game. 
Um, I'll probably have a recap of it at some point, regardless yeah. of what happens. I'm sure I'll call Coach Jensen, and we'll have all three games that are happening in Crawford County covered to some extent this weekend. Dave Hackadorn's a reporter? Yeah, He's man, now, pretty yeah. darn good. I didn't too. know that. Wow, yeah, that's he's cool. He's a heck of a reporter. I like him. Oh, he nice. was there for Buckeye's historic out. win over Bucyrus. Yeah, I didn't read that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no offense. Um, oh, yeah, we are doing uh, Crestline Bucyrus, vsbnradio.com, Travis Perry. On the call for that one. Shout out, congrats yes, for getting married, Travis Perry. Travis yes. Perry. Yes, congratulations. And then uh, Corey Durbin and Nick Leisure will make the long haul up to Cleveland, hopefully, to Rocky River for Lexington and Rocky River. And then I will have the call over at Arlem Field for the Southview Cougars and the Mansfield Senior High TY Tigers, 6.30 p- uh, p.m. pregame for Lexington and for Mansfield Senior on VSBNRadio.com. So we have a really busy weekend. We are only doing one game of the week on Friday, one live stream, but we're doing a lot of highlights, which we'll be posting on our Facebook page as the week goes on. But our game is a co-game of the week with WMAN. So Aaron Hines and Eric Will will be on the call on our live stream for our game of the week number one. That's Friday night. Saturday, I will be down with Andy Jardy doing Loudonville Northmore, and then our Game of the Week crew will be at Crestview for Crestview Evergreen. We also have a soccer match at Clear Fork earlier at 3 o'clock, so we're, we have soccer and foot. We have football and football that football on Saturday. Football. Don't let Davy Jones hear that. <laughs> but a ton, we have a lot of highlights that we're going to be putting out. Uh, I think even Brian Skaronski is going to be throwing out some highlights now. He's, he's like getting it. back in the schneid from that, but... Uh, so we'll have that, and then next week is going to be even busier because we have so many other teams that we're contracted right. with already. So, yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be a fun playoffs at least for the first couple weeks for the OH report. Yeah, I'm going to be at my alma mater uh, for the second week in a row. Um, see if the Big Red can get their first playoff win. Um, John Spencer will be covering the uh, Ty Tigers, and we will have uh, Matt McKenzie's going to head up to Edison and cover Clearfork at Edison. He's pretty pretty close up there, so. We'll have that. Then on Saturday, I'm going to be covering Ontario, um, and I believe uh, I think that might be yeah, that it be for that. For oh that yeah, week. I'll be at the Ontario game as well yeah. too. Are you calling it? No, no, no. I'm just reporting. So yeah, we'll have a bunch of stuff on MansfieldNewsJournal.com, Telegraph Forum, BucyrusTelegraphForum.com. Uh, check us all out. We got your coverage all through the playoffs. So uh, plenty, plenty of places to find some highlights, some stories, some stats, some. You know, radio calls, everything. Uh, we got you covered. So we'll see you out there Friday and Saturday night. Yep.